Hey, it's Chloe here and welcome to the Chloe Saffron Show where I dive deep and explore all the weird and wonderful topics to help you learn new things, get ideas, expand your perspective and most of all just to inspire you to live a life of freedom and fulfillment. Hey, it's Chloe here and welcome to another episode of the Chloe Saffron Show. Today's topic is decalcifying your pineal gland or opening your third eye. So in this episode, I'm gonna talk about what the pineal gland or third eye actually is, where it can be found throughout history, what is calcification, and how you can decalcify your pineal gland. So first of all, I just wanna say that I'm not an expert on this. I just find it really fascinating and I've been learning about it for a few years now. I definitely think this podcast will never be fully complete because I've dived down so many rabbit holes while learning about it and there's still so much to know about it and so much that we still don't really even know about it. So let me just jump right in. So the pineal gland is a pea-sized pine cone shaped gland found inside of your brain and there are seven glands in the body in total. So the pineal gland on a biological and physical level releases melatonin and this is a hormone responsible for our circadian rhythm. This is our growth, body temperature, blood pressure, sleeping, eating, digestion, sex, mood patterns and our immune system. It's also responsible for how we perceive reality and also our intuition amongst many other things. Um, Also I just want to talk about DMT for a minute. So DMT is naturally produced in animals and plants and it is produced in the pineal gland in humans during dreams, near death, death, birth, meditation and surreal and weird experiences. I won't even try to say the word that DMT stands for because it's so long and I'll probably just butcher it but basically its properties are hallucinogenic and it's called the spirit molecule because of the extreme psychedelic effect that it has on our consciousness. So DMT is one of the ingredients in ayahuasca which you might have heard of. It's a natural psychedelic created by the Amazonians sometimes used in spiritual rituals or ceremonies and some people are using magic mushrooms or DMT or other psychedelics in an attempt to open their third eyes which I'm not recommending that anyone do Um, but there is a documentary about DMT called DMT the spirit molecule on Netflix for anyone who wants to just know more about it. I'm currently halfway through and it's very interesting thought-provoking and just one of those documentaries that really challenges everything that we've been conditioned to believe in our society. So back to the pineal gland, on a spiritual level the third eye is said to be the sixth chakra out of the seven chakras in the body which are just concentrations of energy in the body and they start at the base of the spine and go all the way up to the crown of the head. So the other chakras are the root, sacral, I hope I'm saying that right, (laughs) Um, solar plexus, heart, throat and crown chakras. It's thought that the third eye is the gateway to higher dimensions and the psychic realms. So that's just things like telepathy, clairvoyance, so people who can see things before they happen, clairsentience, which honestly I think I have, it's like the ability to sense the energy in people, animals, spirits and places around you or reading, lucid dreaming and astral projection or otherwise known as out of body experience which I think I've also had whenever I have been meditating as well. 
So we have this illusion of separation between the self and spirit, which I've noticed we have that like all of the time. When your third eye is activated, this illusion disappears and it just feels like your ego evaporates and you just feel connected to your higher self and the higher consciousness. And it's when you just feel at one with the universe and just all living things and all that lovely stuff. So ancient civilizations knew about the power of the third eye and I'll just share with you how it's found throughout history. So for example, in the Eye of Horus and the Eye of Ra in Egyptian hieroglyphics, as well as dot on the forehead in Buddhism, Hinduism and Taoism. There's also ancient figures with halos around their head, which represents enlightenment and having their third eyes open. So for example, Buddha, Jesus Christ and other saints in Christianity. You can also see a third eye on Shiva and other gods in Hinduism faith to represent enlightenment and Shiva's dreaded hair is made up of snakes, which looks like the shape of a pine cone, which is the same shape as the pineal gland. When you cut the pineal gland vertically, it shows cones and rods, which are the same that are found in our eyeballs. So this is why ancient civilizations called it the inner eye. And our two physical eyes can see this physical plane you know, we can see, you know, the shapes of everything. And the third eye is used to perceive the true reality with a deeper connection to spirit. So that's why some people say we have two eyes to look and one eye to see. To me, the pineal gland is like the biological, physical matter that we can scientifically prove that is there. And the third eye is that spiritual concept that you can just feel is there by using your intuition during meditation and other spiritual practices that I'll mention later on. I'll just talk about um, the relation between the pine cone shape and the pineal gland. So pine cone shapes can be found in ancient Greek mythology, Egyptian culture like the staff of Osiris, architecture in Angkor Wat, Cambodia, which is like the seventh wonder of the world, which I'm absolutely dying to see because I've heard it's amazing. And also there's a pine cone statue in the Vatican in Italy and there's just so many more cases of this popping up all around different countries. So it's really prominent in ancient cultures along with snakes and eyes which all have spiritual connotations. So it seems like the ancient cultures all knew about this and it's only really been brought back into western culture now which is so amazing <laughs> um, that I've been able to learn about this. So in India, Hinduism, they teach to open the third eye by lining the seven chakras through Kundalini Yoga. And Kundalini is just the spiritual energy or life force that every human being has. Um, I would say it's present in all living beings and it's located at the base of the spine. So to awaken your third eye, the Kundalini has to go to your forehead where it expands and awakens the third eye. So what does it actually mean when our pineal gland or third eye is calcified? So our third eye or pineal gland can get calcified with high levels of sodium fluoride, calcium, chlorine, mercury, or if it's not being used. So calcification is the buildup of calcium phosphate crystals, sorry, which form a hard shell around the pineal gland. And we can get this from the water that we drink, the toxins in our food that have additives, hormones, sugar, pesticides, and just like all that 
disgusting shit <laughs> that we don't really want in our bodies, um, but it's just everywhere in our environment. So let me tell you why you might want to decalcify your pineal gland and activate your third eye. So our pineal gland plays a huge role in so many of our bodily functions. When your pineal gland is calcified, it can make you feel confusion, jealousy, uncertainty, and pessimism. It also prevents you from having that connection with your higher self, and it can cause you just to feel a bit lost, and it's just a really restless and uncomfortable feeling. So when you open your third eye and you decalcify it, that higher energy or consciousness or whatever you want to call it can enter, which leads us to having clarity, focus, bliss, intuition, insight, and decisiveness. So how do we decalcify our pineal gland? And there are so many ways to do this, um, which is amazing to hear, I'm sure. Uh, it was amazing to me, like how many ways that we can do this. And I'm slowly incorporating all of these into my lifestyle. So the first one is just really reducing or just trying to eliminate fluoride from um, our consumption. So fluoride is in our tap water, it's in our toothpaste, in our baths and showers that we take, in our, um, in our artificial drinks or in organic foods made from impure water. So instead you can take um, fluoride free toothpaste, you can make your own with coconut oil, baking soda and fresh mint, you can drink filtered water, eat organic whole foods to avoid the impure water used to grow them, and also any pesticides or chemicals. You can also um, eat selenium, which fights against fluoride in our bodies, and you can get this from Brazil nuts, sunflower sesame flax seeds, white button mushrooms, and some other mushrooms, um, pinto beans, chia seeds, brown rice, broccoli, spinach, cabbage there's loads of different foods that you can get it from but you shouldn't overdo it on the selenium just because it can have some negative side effects i think the daily dose is about 0.07 milligrams per day but do not quote me on that check for yourself because i'm not a doctor um, the second way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is avoiding mercury which is toxic to your pineal gland and this is found in tooth fillings um, some skin creams, vaccines and fish and um, some other like common appliances. The third way to decalcify your pineal gland is just change your diet to be healthier. I honestly believe that eating a plant-based diet is the best way to decalcify your pineal gland because it typically cuts out the majority of junk um, and processed food that have those added hormones, E-numbers and refined sugar, all of which are toxic to the pineal gland. Red meat is the worst for your body in your pineal gland, so maybe just start with cutting that out and then you can slowly cut out all the other, um, just take it from there and like cut out um, more and more um, toxins. So um, I actually think for me, um, the trigger for opening my third eye was going vegetarian, I had cut out red meat and then I started to um, cut out all the other meats and then I cut out fish and then I just went fully vegan. But cutting out the initial um, red meat and really reducing my meat intake 
just honestly it <laughs> it was so overwhelming and such an like crazy experience but that is the the moment for me where I knew that there was that change and looking back I'm like yes that is the moment when my third eye got activated <laughs> so um foods that are said to decalcify your pineal gland are raw cacao I hope I'm saying that right as well <laughs> goji berries chaga mushroom garlic lemon watermelon bananas coconut oil hemp seeds coriander seaweed chlorella spirulina raw apple cider vinegar and chlorophyll so I'll move on to the fourth way to decalcify your pineal gland, which is sun gazing. So I only recently learned about this. I'd heard about it before, but I hadn't really researched it. So this is when you look directly at the sun and I know what you're thinking, doesn't that blind people? <laughs> um, but people say that if you gaze gently at the sun for a maximum of 10 seconds during the first 45 minutes of sunrise and the last 45 minutes before sunset, it doesn't actually harm your eyes because the UV light at that point is zero. So research shows that sun gazing typically done while you're standing barefoot on the earth stimulates your pineal gland because your pineal gland is activated when light is shining um, onto your eyes and it's taken through the retina uh, to the pineal gland. So the sun is a great source of power, as we all know. <laughs> it's a life force for all living beings and the theory is that it can infuse the body with huge amounts of energy. And it's been shown that it can also increase the size of your pineal gland. Studies have been done where people have gone months without eating any food because they claim that the sun gives them the nourishment that they need. I don't know if I could do that because honestly, I would get peanut butter withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> But anyway, um, some people can even look at the sun for up to 44 minutes directly. And there's a scientist called Vinnie Pinto. He's also like a spiritual healer who did an experiment with numerous people. And he found that sun gazing can have numerous mental and physical benefits. There's also a documentary called Eat the Sun about sun gazing, which I haven't watched yet, but I'll definitely get around to it just in case any of you want to learn more about it. I know that I am repeating myself, but if you want to try sun gazing, just remember to do it within the first 45 minutes of sunrise and within 45 minutes of sunset. Otherwise, you risk damaging your eyes from the UV rays. And I really don't want to make any of you go blind. So definitely uh, listen to that advice. <laughs> the third, or no, sorry, the fifth way to decalcify your pineal gland is... Um, not wearing sunglasses, glasses, or uh, contact lenses. So the pineal gland is light sensitive and these glasses or contact lenses prevent daylight from getting to the pineal gland because sunlight enters through the retina in our eyeballs, which is delivered to the pineal gland. And this then works with the pituitary gland. <laughs> it's really hard to say. Um, sometimes called the master gland for all sorts of important bodily functions that you really don't want to mess with, basically. So another way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is kissing someone on the forehead. This is one that surprised me because the third eye is located there. And whenever you kiss someone on the forehead, that releases their melatonin, 
which makes sense to me because I actually tested this with my boyfriend uh, in the past few days and it's true that I feel a rush in my head when he does it so there you go don't take my word for it get someone to kiss you on the forehead and see what happens to your third eye so another way to decalcify your pineal gland the seventh way is meditation and this is the most uh, prominent way to open your third eye for me personally um, spiritual practice um, and continuously practicing it gives us an active pineal gland and people say that it's best to do this straight after you wake up which I agree with with just because right now I do it in the evening before I sleep because I've been working really early mornings and um, it definitely feels more difficult to me at, in the evening because I'm more distracted with everything that's gone on during the day. So I also prefer to meditate in the darkness because it's more effective to me. And that's when there's an increase in the release of melatonin and DMT, um, which helps to open your third eye. You can also chant OM when, OM when <laughs> meditating. And OM is known as the sound that the vibration of the universe makes. I haven't done this apart from a few times in a yoga class and honestly it's like a guilty pleasure for me because part of me is like I feel so silly for doing this and the other part of me is like fuck yeah like we're doing this I love it so much <laughs> um, it feels amazing like especially when like you can just hear the vibration in the room when everyone's doing it together so just saying like um just really um helps to activate your third eye but yeah chanting in general maybe like a mantra of yours maybe not like I love pancakes but something with more depth and a higher vibration really helps to open that third eye breathing exercises can also stimulate the pineal gland another way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is gently tapping your forehead in between your eyebrows where your third eye is located and this is because the vibration of tapping your forehead sends a wave directly to the pineal gland which activates it so the ninth way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is pressing your tongue to the roof roof of your mouth and squeezing your eyes this is done separately <laughs> by the way or you can do it together if you really want to um, they both activate the pituitary gland and since the pineal gland is co connected to this master gland it activates the pineal as well so the tenth way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is laughing and smiling and this is just so simple I do this all the time I love laughing and people say to me like you laugh so much and it's like yeah that's not a bad thing <laughs> I definitely see this as a positive thing apart from when I laugh in really serious situations because it's like a nervous coping mechanism but anyway yeah you can laugh and smile and this really helps to create a higher vibration which opens your third eye so the next way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is um, have you ever heard of the saying where focus goes energy flows I believe this is so accurate so and I've had experience with this so in this case it's just bringing awareness to your third eye 
and this just helps to activate it. And the twelfth way to decalcify your pineal gland is fasting. This helps to stimulate the pineal gland because it causes the gland to produce more melatonin. And there's definitely more to it. <laughs> I definitely um, I'm going to research more into that and maybe do a podcast on it actually. <laughs> um, I tried intermittent fasting for a while when my schedule allowed for it because so it's basically how I did it was I would wake up, I would meditate, um, I would do like all my rituals and stuff like that. I would go to the gym, I would work out, I would shower, I would, and then I would eat. And it wouldn't be until about like one o'clock in the afternoon that I would eat, and then I would give myself like a six-hour window to have three meals and maybe like one snack as well. <laughs> um, so that's just the way that I did it. I'm not even sure. Yeah, that's just how I learned to do it, but. Anyway, I noticed that it had really um, positive benefits and effects on me and that's something that I want to practice more on. So that is said to stimulate the pineal gland and that's why um, it is so prominent in different types of religions. So the next way to decalcify your pineal gland is using essential oils and I've only really heard of using these recently. I'll definitely get around to trying them when I stop traveling in a van, when I have a permanent location, but I've read that different scents like lavender, sandalwood, parsley and pine are really good and uh, just for stimulating your pineal gland. I'm sure there are plenty of others. I'm no expert on essential oils yet, um, but a few ways that you can use them are inhaling them directly, adding to body oil, maybe just like using as a massage oil, burning in a diffuser and adding to bath water, which sounds amazing. I'm definitely gonna try that out <laughs> when I get home. So the 14th way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is using crystals. And it's recommended specifically purple crystals because this is the color of the third eye chakra. So for example, amethyst, purple sapphire, purple violet, tourmaline, rhodonite and sodalite. So you can place the crystal between and slightly above the brow and just um, put this directly on your third eye. And I actually tried this, um, I tested it out the other night. I was, um, I placed a purple amethyst crystal on my third eye and was meditating just to see like what would happen <laughs> if it would actually make a difference. And I'm not sure if it was because the crystal has healing properties or whatever. I'm not, I'm not entirely sold on that yet because I haven't really learned enough about it or experienced enough about it, but it definitely put more pressure where my third eye was and in doing so, it definitely stimulated my pineal gland because of the pressure. So another way that you can decalcify your pineal gland is reducing your screen time. This is so important. Radiation from phone screens, iPads, television screens, television tells lies to your vision. Just thought I'd throw that in there <laughs> um, because that was mind blowing to me when I very first started. I was like, oh my goodness, like how did I not see that? Television tells lies to your vision. Um, the radiation from all of these has a negative impact on your pineal gland and 
it really um, interrupts the electromagnetic fields surrounding us and also especially ELF waves which are extremely, extremely low frequency waves so for example microwaves aren't going to be good for your third eye so just really being careful about um, how much you how much TV you watch um, or how much you use your phone how much you use your laptop also um, just cutting out news altogether I would completely recommend because it's I see that as an extremely low frequency and it's honestly damaging to our mental health. Anyway, the next way to decalcify your pineal gland is sleeping in complete darkness during the night and receiving sunlight during the day. This may seem so simple. The sunlight is, or the pineal gland is sensitive to light and that is why it's so important for us to really stick to this schedule and just to make sure that um, we're getting light, natural daylight during the day and then just immersing ourselves in darkness at night so um, the pineal gland can really function properly. And moving on to the next way that you can decalcify your pineal gland, surrounding yourself with high vibrational beings and this is just something that I have personally learned in um, stimulating my third eye, being in nature and people and being with people who you get a positive energy from. I really avoid negative energy because I want to raise my own frequency and I feel like lower frequencies decrease my own. It feels like a kind of static to me and honestly I just want to run in the opposite direction <laughs> when I feel it because I know the impact that it has on me. So there's high, high frequencies of love and compassion and gratitude all help to open the third eye. So if you're surrounding yourself with those kind of frequencies and other people as well, this really helps to stimulate it too. So that was the final way to decalcify your pineal gland and really activate your third eye. Lastly, my advice would be don't be scared of it. When I first opened my third eye, and again, that trigger for me was going from uh, vegetarian to pescatarian to vegan and traveling by myself for the first time. Those were the big events happening for me at the time of my third eye opening. I realized that opening my third eye was the first step to enlightenment and really just knowing like the truth of life, seeing the truth in our reality. I knew that when I was meditating and reaching that higher state of um, consciousness and connecting with my higher self, it had a seriously beneficial effect on my knowledge, my mindset, how I behave, um, what was set in motion for me to achieve and what I um, am contributing to the world. It was also a huge factor in getting rid of my depression and it made me become way more creative and tap into my passions, what I like. It just gave me so much clarity and direction, stopped making me feel so lost and restless and honestly just depressed. At first it felt like I'd woken up from a deep sleep and everything was like so overwhelming because I was starting to see things how they really were. I started to receive signs from the universe and weird synchronicities were happening all over the place and that was just 
absolutely crazy for me but now I love it I'm like oh yeah I, the, the universe has got my back like everything's all right trust in the process trust in the universe I'm exactly where I need to be so that's really exciting for me I remember um, moving to Barcelona at the time when all these things were starting to rapidly change for me when my third eye was opening and I felt like I could just see through the illusion of everything in our reality. So for example, I could see that everything that we've been conditioned to believe from such a young age isn't necessarily true. And it was a huge roller coaster for me because I was finding out about the third eye and ancient civilizations and the correlation between health and food that we eat, the toxins in our environment, um, what is going on in our environment deforestation and veganism and um alcohol and meditation and taoism <laughs> all these like crazy topics that i never really explored before but i was also at the same time because i was seeing through the truth of everything i was also finding out about the deep corruption going on in our society how we're blindly being led by these people who should not be leading us because they have ulterior agendas. They're fueled by greed and the ego and um, and just money and power and they don't have people's best interest at heart. So it was a very exhilarating but a very challenging time for me at first. Although now it's plateaued a bit because my mind suggested to it. So I definitely don't wish that my third eye hadn't opened because it's brought me such peace and I feel like I'm living in a more optimal way because of it. Like I found my true soul's purpose and I found, you know, my why, why I want to get up in the morning and why I'm so motivated. So that's just so amazing for me. And I mean, it cured my depression. It helped cure my depression along with my diet and other changes that I made in my life. So I would say don't let fear take over and keep you in the dark it can be an easier life if you do that like my mom says ignorance is bliss and I'm not gonna lie it is a crazy experience but I disagree with what my mom says sorry mom <laughs> um, I do highly recommend going on this journey of aligning with your higher self and feeling that oneness with the universe because it's made me so much stronger I've realized more about um, myself my true soul's purpose and it's made me have a complete change in mindset. I had really bad depression, anxiety and anger issues and I saw the world as a terrible place. Like I didn't even want to live but now I feel content. I love myself. I love nature. I love all living beings. I love the animals. I see the best in people. I see the best in situations. Um, I'm focusing on being proactive. I'm hungry to create and help raise the vibration of planet earth and just connect with high vibrational people so it's a really amazing time for me right now and I definitely encourage you making that change it is difficult at first but it's really worth it in the end so if you're going through the transition right now for the first time just know that you're not alone there are so many people awakening to this ancient knowledge right now and just trust that it's a really positive thing and the universe is always conspiring for you it has your back and just trust in the process trust that this is meant to happen for you right now if you um, are just hearing about this and you want to open your third eye and you're interested in it know that once it's open you can't close it um, 
you might not even have any control <laughs> over opening it. It might just come to you um, through something that you do. So just know that once it's open, you can't close it and it's important to keep cleansing it, but you can manage it and dampen it down by not using it if you get too overwhelmed by it, which I might do another podcast on. Let me know if you'd be interested in that. So just think of it like a sense that we have where you can dial it up or you can dial it down, but you can you can never turn it off once it's turned on. So um, I can tell right now that my third eye is a little bit dampened because I live in a highly polluted um, area and environment. I live in cities a lot of the time and I'm on a slow process to eliminating all these toxins from my life but I've had an incredible shift in my life thanks to activating my third eye and it's really helped to get rid of that deep restlessness that I had for a long time and I know so many people are feeling right now. Um, I have a clear mind, my intuition is so strong now, like I can, I know you know, in situations, my intuition tells me what to do. If I meet someone, my intuition tells me um, if that person is, you know, a high vibrational person or if there's someone that I should stay away from. So it's really, really useful. So this has been a really um, potentially long episode and I hope it's been of value to you. I hope that it's been informative for you. And I would definitely encourage you to keep researching it by yourself to find out what resonates with you. Don't just take what I say to be the truth. Just go out and find it out for yourself. Find out more information. Let me know if you find out anything else interesting about it because I'm always open to learning new, amazing information. And as always, I'm open to questions and feedback on this episode about the third eye or the pineal gland or whatever you want to talk about. I'm honestly open to any anything, any subject, I'm open to it. <laughs> um, or if you want to give me any suggestions for future podcast topics, hit me up at Instagram, at Chloe underscore Saffron. Thanks so much for listening today and have a beautiful week ahead. That's it for today's episode. Thanks again for listening to the Chloe Saffron Show. If you like this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes and it really helps me out so much and helps other people find the podcast. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Chloe underscore Saffron or my website ChloeSaffron.com where I have more lightful content to share with you.